I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and in this video, I'm going to be talking to you about You Were Too Nice. Well, have you ever wondered, is it possible to be too nice to somebody? Has anybody ever told you that you're too nice? Has anybody ever broken up with you because they said you were too nice? Well, it kind of doesn't make any sense on one level, because you're thinking, why wouldn't somebody want to be around me because I'm nice to them and I treat them well? Well, there can be a lot more to it than just the surface level of being nice. I mean, really, what is being nice? Is being nice, you know, if somebody asks you to do a favor and you can't do it and you tell them no, is that does it mean you're not being nice? I mean, or what about if you really shouldn't be doing it and you're doing it because you're putting them first. Is that being nice? Or is it maybe being something else? Maybe being manipulative? Yeah, ironically, there are a lot of different things that can go on when somebody's trying to be nice. Okay? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you should not treat other people well and treat them with respect and um, value them. I'm not telling you not to do any of that. But oftentimes we can get very, very confused on what it means to treat somebody nice. And I'm going to explain a little bit more in today's email because it has a lot to do with our environment growing up as children. Because if you grow up in a home where you had to constantly suppress your needs, your desires, your wants, out of maybe fear of being punished or not getting the love you are wanting, maybe rejection. Um, you could have been nice and learned to be nice, which is really not about being nice at all. It's about suppressing your needs and um, acting in a way that's inauthentic to what you feel. Because let's face it, Let's say you hang out with a female friend and you want to date her. You want to be romantically involved with her. And the only reason that you're being her friend is because you want to date her. Is that really nice? No, it's not. It's really manipulative and it's inauthentic because you really want to date her and you're doing it to manipulate her into trying to date you. And... I'm not talking about maybe being friends with somebody first. I'm talking about, okay, have you ever been in a situation where you knew a girl and she already had a boyfriend, she has a guy that she's in love with, and maybe they're having some issues. And what do you do? You try and needle the problems or be passive-aggressive, uh, undermining their relationship where you're acting nice to be her friend, but the truth is, you're just being selfish and wanting that person for yourself. There are a lot of things that people do 
when they say they're being nice, but it's not nice at all. So, I got a quick email from somebody that, well, let me just read this email. They wanted to give an update and they wanted to give all of you out there a warning that I have given many times before and I'm glad that he decided to share this, okay? So he said, hey coach, I just wanted to give you a brief update and thank you. I did a coaching with you in February. My ex and I had been through a lot and had been arguing for months. We broke up right after Christmas. I had not heard from her in months and thought I never would hear from her again. You told me to keep working on myself. I tell you guys that all the time. Even though things seem hopeless and you feel like you're never going to get that person back, keep working on you. It's so important, okay? I know a lot of you guys use your ex to fuel you, but you got to find internal motivation and desire, regardless of what happens with them. And that could be a struggle. I see it every day. I have to admit, I had been watching the videos for two months straight until I started to lose the drive and desire. I guess I gave up on her and myself. My ex reached out and I did exactly what you said. It seemed to spark some interest in her. I wasn't totally prepared and I immediately went back and started watching your videos to refresh myself. Fortunately, she's going on a short trip and will return in about two weeks. I'm going to set a Skype with you so you can help get me ready. I wanted to thank you for all the amazing content you have shared. You truly have changed my life and when I thought things would never turn around, but at least I have that chance. I desperately had wanted. If I blow it, I know it would be my own fault. I should have worked harder. You warned me. I feel like an idiot. <laughs> All right, uh, a little bit more. I wanted to please share my mistake with everyone. When you feel like giving up on your ex, and more importantly, you work even harder. Guys, stay committed to watching Craig for at least six months before you consider giving up. I wish I could go back in time and tell myself that. Well, I wholeheartedly agree with this because I work with you guys all the time, all day, every day, remember. And I hear some of the same stories play out all the time where you feel hopeless, you think she's never coming back, he's never coming back, you give up, you kind of move on, you lose your focus, and the next thing you know, they are texting you and you're not ready. Work on yourself. Make those life-lasting changes to the, be the best version of you that you can be. Because regardless if you wind up getting your ex back or not, your relationship with yourself and learning to have healthy relationships is only going to benefit you with either them or anybody else that you date. Because let's say they never come back and you meet an even more incredible person a year from now. Think about the difference in you if you continue to work on yourself and learn and grow and, and have all these new skills for this new amazing person as opposed to if you had given up. Think about it. All right. 
So the second email today is from a guy in his mid-30s, dating a woman around the same age, and they had only been together for several months. Now, he was telling me that they had a rough, or she had a rough childhood, and she was raised by her grandparents. If you think about that, it would take quite a lot. I mean, a situation would have to be pretty bad for you to not be raised by your own parents. And that would be very, very difficult not to be raised by your parents. Even though they're blood and you're your grandparents, what happened to your parents that both of them aren't around? She, he said that their mother and father were mostly absent and that her dad passed away a year ago and she didn't take it well. Now, he says, I initially broke up with her after three weeks of dating, telling her my ex was back in contact and I needed space. So obviously, you had prioritized your ex, you had stronger feelings for your ex, and you wanted to pursue that. And you weren't really looking for space, you were trying to put this girl on hold. That's what you were essentially trying to do. I want to put you on hold, just in case it doesn't work out with my ex, I want to make sure you're still here waiting for me. You weren't being very fair about this, and you probably weren't even being very honest with yourself. Okay. Within two weeks, I decided I made a mistake and pursued her hard. Yet, see? Didn't work out with the ex. And so, you're like, uh-oh, this is a mistake. Yet, it was only a mistake after it wasn't working out with your ex. And now you're like, oh, mistake, mistake. Panic, panic. She agreed to date me, but went back and forth many times, like four or five, due to our rebound relationship. So now she was, I guess, having a rebound of her own. The way you're putting it makes me feel like she had a rebound, too. After several rejections, she said she would push the reset button and give me another chance. Well, how kind of her. I got uncomfortable and acted insecure, smothered her, did enough give her enough space or time to reset. She rejected me a final time. I sort of turned it around and told her she was playing games and I wasn't into it. Well, I think the person that's playing games is the one that's writing this email because I already explained that you weren't being authentic, you were trying to put her on hold, and now you've got some more manipulative behaviors. This is manipulative, what you're doing here. She's not playing games, you're playing games. And I wasn't into it, and that if she couldn't make a better commitment, she could walk. She walked. See? I told you, what did I say? I could spot your manipulation, and you ended it. I didn't even realize this. You wound up ending it with an ultimatum. And it came right back to you. You got what you deserved. You shouldn't put somebody in this kind of position. You're acting selfish, childish, and not like an adult. You weren't being authentic with this woman from the get-go, quite honestly. And you have a lot of anxiety, which is causing you to be very selfish here. Tried writing one last email to win her back. I bet that worked.
That only further turned her off. I can't believe it. Then, to let her know, I accepted the breakup and no contact until a week ago. I wonder what happened now. I texted. No surprise there. You've shown a very consistent pattern of selfish behavior and lack of emotional self-control. And here we go again. I texted that I was thinking of her, hoping she was well and that there were no f hard feelings. Pretty positive response, but nothing since. Why is that? Because you reached out and she was probably just being friendly and polite. Like I tell you guys, you wait for the person to come to you, that means they want to talk to you. She w Now, he was telling me some of the issues that were going on, and he said that she complained that she wasn't challenged. Well, no, how could she be challenged by you when you're chasing her and practically begging her to be with you? How is that a challenge? I was too nice. Now, think back what I said at the very start of the video. I was talking about being nice and how it's manipulative, right? And I gave a bunch of examples about how nice behavior is oftentimes not very nice at all. It may be passive-aggressive, um, manipulative, hidden agendas, things with strings attached. In other words, oh, I did something nice for you, so now you have to stay with me. Like, you know, those kind of situations. And look at this. Just what I said. I've, uh, what have I said, right? In the beginning, I talked about all those behaviors, how they're manipulative as being nice. Then I said all the way through this how he's been selfish. And now what did she say? I was too nice. See how it all aligns? Interesting, right? Okay, so what does that tell me? It tells me that you have a history of not being authentic, being very selfish and anxious, which is causing you to try and control situations, and you think that by buying people's love or doing favors for them means that they owe you something. Well, that attitude is not going to get you anywhere in a relationship. It really is not. You need to be authentic. And sometimes being nice and really being nice means putting yourself first. And there's nothing wrong with doing kind things for other people and being good to other people. But part of being nice, I think, is really putting yourself first. Because you have to be nice to you. And... When you grow up in a home where you are constantly trying to please your caregivers and make them happy because you were terrified of rejection or abandonment or you were trying to win their approval, you got into a pattern many, many years of your life. You don't even see it. So hearing me say this, many of you may be thinking, oh my God, I've been doing this my whole life and I never even realized it. Well, if you don't know what a problem is, you don't know how to fix it. You can't fix something unless you know it's broken, right? Alright. A little bit more here. 
She was trying, but the same feelings weren't coming back, and they were previously quite strong, telling me she loved me. Well, that's not healthy. She told you she loved you after how long? Of just a few months of dating? That seems a little strong for me. Because I got the feeling we were looking at maybe at two months. And you're, the way that this is coming across is like she's telling you after three weeks. That's just my gut feeling on that. I'm custom made for her. I understand her on a level she didn't know was possible. And yet she's not with you. Hmm. What does that tell you? Tells me, actions speak louder than words. Okay. What are the next steps? I know I broke no contact too soon. Well, you broke no contact, period. There's no too soon. I don't believe in any kind of 30-day nonsense that magic beans that other people will try and tell you. There's no difference between 30 days and 40 days or 50 days. It's not it just doesn't work like that. Um, I'm sorry, it just doesn't. Uh, you broke no contact, which is, you know, and when I say no contact, I mean no reaching out, okay? Somebody contacts you, of course you want to contact them back, but I don't believe in reaching out in these situations. And you, you thought in your mind, in your anxiety-ridden state, that you getting a nice reply to her, which you really didn't even tell me what she said, was showing that she was interested again. When I suspect she was being polite. There are a lot of consequences that will often come from reaching out to somebody when they've broken up with you like this. And I think you're fantasizing and dreaming that it went better than it really did. Okay. You said she replied immediately and in a positive manner. Was planning to continue no contact until hearing from her. Then act with a mild interest at best. Possibly respond that the feelings were still there, but that we probably just wouldn't work. Wait, she said that or you said that? You. This is all one sentence. I'm, I, this is literally... Okay, here we go. Was planning to continue no contact until hearing from her, then act with mild interest at best, possibly respond that the feelings were still there, but that we probably just wouldn't work but still unsure on the best course of action. Well, why would you tell her that you... Why would you reach out to her only to tell her we're not going to work? That just doesn't make any sense to me at all. You're going to contact her. Hey, I just want to let you know we're not going to work out. Have a good life. What? Why reach out? It doesn't make any sense. You're going to talk her out of trying to date you now after I mean I don't know what you're thinking here you're you're all over the place from what I can gather it seems like what you said to her was that you were hoping she was well and that there were no hard feelings and it was a pretty positive response but nothing since but what did you do with that if you if you had a positive response why not say why don't we get together I mean, what are you expecting her to chase you now? I mean, I, I, I think you're kind of all over the place with how you're handling this. I mean, she reached out. I mean, you reached out. 
So now, what was the point of that? You got to do something with it. I mean, I, I mean, not that I'm advocating for you to reach out because I don't think it was a good idea, but you already did it. So now what? You have two options. You can either wait for her to see if she contacts you or you can ask her out. Well, honestly, I would probably wait until you hear from her because if she really wants to see you and she really misses you, she's going to reach out. Um, the fact that she hasn't messaged you since tells me the interest level is not as high as you think it is. But, I mean, I don't know what the texting was between you guys. If you think her interest was pretty solid, then, you know, suggest getting together. If it wasn't really there and you think maybe she was just being polite, then I would definitely wait for her to reach out to you. So, that's it for this video. Guys, I want to give you one reminder again. Please go to AskCraig.net and sign up for the newsletter. I've been thinking about different ways to share different information from you other than the avenue of the videos just to do a little different stuff here and there that I wouldn't want to do to break up how the channel generally flows and goes because it's going so well. And thank you for all the support, by the way, guys. I appreciate when you guys like the videos and share the videos. I got a couple of emails recently uh, from people that shared videos with their friends and their family, and they got really positive responses from it. As a matter of fact, one guy posted something on Facebook recently, and a girl that he had a crush on actually liked the video, and now they're kind of chatting. So, they... Thank you for sharing that, and I hope it, you know, maybe leads to a date or something. So, okay. Be sure to go to my website if you want my help personally. AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching that works best for you. And subscribe to the channel because I'm posting videos five days a week. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and I will talk with you soon.